imagine sitting in the park in the heat Stomach empty, starving to eat Palms are sweaty, heart starting to beat About to get beheaded cause you didn't take the mark of the beast Bill Gates doesn't care about black teens He's trying to alter our DNA by giving us vaccines These elite Satanists are the psychoists They preparing our bodies to accept the microchip Can you imagine walking into a Wells Fargo Not being able to withdraw money because you ain't got a barcode your right hand or your forehead if you don't take the mark of the beast you're gonna fall to the floor dead head cut off bodies squirming our own government acting like nazi germans they want us to live in fear filled with uncertainty one world government under one currency i can categorically say that this is end times this virus is breaking us down just like an enzyme there's pedophiles leaving men and women childrenless these politicians are dummies and the devil's a ventriloquist Stemming from Epstein's Island Gavin Newsom ain't your governor He's a tyrant He took away everything That makes us happy and vibrant And put a mask on us To keep us silent Can you imagine sitting in the park in the heat Stomach empty Starving to eat Palms are sweaty Heart starting to beat About to get beheaded Cause you didn't take the mark of the beast Bill Gates doesn't care about black teens He's trying to alter our DNA By giving us vaccines These elite Satanists Are the psychoists to accept the microchip. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Josh and Jason Monday Christian and Conspiracy Podcast Show. I'm your host, Josh Monday. If you don't know me, I'm a Christian rapper, devoted husband, father, and army veteran. I'd like to introduce you to my co-host. He's a Christian, devoted husband, father, and football coach. What's up, brother? How's it going? What's up, man? How you doing? Uh, Jason Monday. Sorry, man. I didn't even introduce you. No, don't you worry about it. Oh, they my already... brother, Jason Monday. <laughs> they know my name. <laughs> it out loud. Just kidding. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, sorry for being late. Uh, there's a lot of business going on with these kids. Uh, we're trying to we're trying to do something really good here. Trying to get some get these kids to progress a little faster because they're, they're really, they're crap in the bed right now. I'll just say that, but they're getting better though. It's all good. Yeah. So guys, uh, well, we had two people cancel us on us. So I just kind of put together a little sermon for you guys for, uh, where's the location of hell, biblical location of hell. And in the end, you know, you can never do a sermon on that unless you kind of go with how to not end up going there, you know? So, uh, <laughs> Yeah, so it's pretty interesting. So I, uh, for me, uh, I think it's interesting that the deepest hole that humans have ever dug, the deepest hole, it was in uh, the Kola Peninsula in Russia, and they were able to go about forty thousand feet or eight miles deep. That's the furthest that we've ever dug into the earth, and you have scientists telling you that there's magma and that the core of the earth is this and all this stuff as if they actually know what it is. I just want to let you guys know something that scientists are telling you a theory of what they think is in the earth. Okay. But uh, I'm going to go through some Bible verses that uh, kind of go over where I believe hell is located. Okay. What supports where I think that hell is located. So we got Job 1.6. Uh, it says, now there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord and Satan 
came also among them. And the Lord said unto Satan, Whence comest thou? Then Satan answered the Lord and said, From going to and fro in the earth and from walking up and down, walking up and down in it. And the Lord said unto Satan, Hast thou considered my servant Job? So he's basically going to talk about. He's well, gonna basically, he, that's the oldest. That's one of the oldest books in the Bible. So I'm, now that you brought it up, I think like, why would he say it like that? He's yeah. not going to say it anything any differently. And, and the translations from Greek to, to this for English is not going to be like, it's going to be very vague. They're, they're, they're going to be like on point because it's very, very precise. So yeah, I, I, I didn't know that dude. Good job, man. Way to go. Okay. So what you guys have to think about is God is talking to Satan. Okay. If, if he said that he was going to and fro in the earth, walking up and down in it then and if he says that he was going in the walking in the earth you know which i believe that hell is located in the earth i believe god would have corrected him and said no you're walking on the earth not able to go in the earth but if if the devil is talking to god in heaven he's not in hell yet he's not he's not putting that place yet is he well there's a special place uh for... I think there must be something important for him to be going in the earth i don't believe that god uh, has an issue with him going in the earth. Uh, and I, I believe that, that once he gets cast down to hell, he doesn't get to come back into heaven. Well, but that's that's in Revelation when he gets cast down to hell. Yeah, that where he can't come up. But right now, I believe currently he could go up to heaven and still talk to God. That's what yeah, I believe. That's, I, in that's, Revelation, that's when uh, when Michael the archangel takes him down, you know, but he gets cast, you know, I don't know. We don't know when he was cast to the earth, you know, uh, you know, with the fall of Satan. We don't know when that happened. But um, I believe that he, you know, I believe he could personally still go up and talk to God. So here's another verse we got, okay? This is Ephesians 4, 8, okay? So it says, Wherefore he saith when, I'm ta this is talking about Jesus, okay? He says, when he ascended up on high, he led, cap he led captivity captive and gave gifts unto men. Now that he ascended, what is it but that he also descended first into the lower parts of the earth that he descends descended is the same also that ascended up far above the heavens that he might fill all things. So I think the what verse was that dude. You didn't say it's Ephesians four, eight, four, eight. Yep. And okay. it says that now that he ascended, what is it? But he also descended first into the lower parts of the earth. That he descended, the same also ascended up from above all heavens that he might fill all things. And he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers for the perfecting of saints, for the work of the ministry, the edifying the body of Christ. Okay, so Paul is saying that Jesus, us, he descended into the lower parts of the earth. Um, that is probably talking about after he uh, I don't know if this, I, I believe this is talking about after Jesus died on the cross, um, uh, he ended up going into the earth because uh, I'm going to get into it a little bit later. When I talk about the story of Lazarus, there was Abraham's bosom on one side and then there was Sheol on the other side. Hell on one, I mean, you could say hell on one side and the other side, they would say paradise. Okay. Yeah. So, that's why he tells the, uh, what is that guy? Brabus. That's why he tells him, Hey, today you'll be with me in paradise. paradise. 
Yes. So he went down. So I'm thinking Lazarus went down there, or not Lazarus, but uh, Barabbas went down there with them at that moment. I was like, dang, this is crazy. Dude. Yeah, because it right. says in Luke 23, 43, Jason brought that up. It says, and Jesus, verily I say unto thee, today shalt thou be with me in paradise. So I thought that was pretty interesting, man, that 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 he said today. You know what I mean? Like right now. <laughs> yeah. So I thought that was interesting. Um so but, and also does, Ephesians is like one of the highest like highest books, like like doctrine-wise and stuff like that in the Bible, bro. So it's yeah. pretty precise. If paradise is used in one part of the Bible, they're not gonna change the word for the difference. So it's it's uh because they would say you would be with in heaven with me. He wouldn't say in paradise. Yeah. Good point, bro. That's good that 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 you, you caught that right there. That's cool. Like we got we got that. Um, and then we have uh Christ suffered for okay. So this one, um, this one we we actually went over before uh when with uh Ryan Peterson. It was uh it says for Christ up, this is uh first Peter three verses 18 through 20. This is not talking about going down into hell, but this is talking about him uh preaching to the spirits in prison. Now, um, for Christ also suffered once for sins, the just for the unjust, that he might bring us to God being put to death in the flesh, but made alive by the spirit by whom also he went and preached to the spirits in prison who formerly were disobedient. Uh, when once the divine long suffering waited in the days of Noah, while the ark was being prepared in which a few, that is eight souls were saved through water. Okay. So think about this. This is uh, Ryan Peterson's uh, talking about them, uh, about Jesus going to, to preach to the, uh, to the fallen angels that sinned in the days of Noah going into the earth. Okay. Going to preach to them. Uh, the council of Nicaea says that Jesus went into the earth to preach to the people that were alive during the days of Noah that were in, uh, I believe, okay. Don't quote me on this, but I believe that the council of Nicaea or something like that. There's the creed. I think it's called the, the creed. I can't remember what it's called, but anyways, so I just thought that was interesting. Uh, it talks about him going down and preaching to the spirits in prison. I thought that was interesting. Uh, we also have 2 Peter verses 2 through 4. For if God spared not the angels that sinned, but cast them down to hell and delivered them into chains of darkness to be reserved unto judgment. That's talking about the fallen angels that are locked in chains down, but cast them down to hell. Okay, down. Now, listen, guys, descending means to go down in the Bible. Ascending means to go up. So on a lot of our Flat Earth podcasts, you're going to see me talking about how Elijah and Enoch went up to heaven and how Jesus descended down into the lower parts of the earth. Okay, that's descending means to go down. All right. So a lot of these verses I'm going to be talking about is talking about going down. Okay. Okay. So now that I know that Jesus descended into the lower parts of the earth, now I know when they're talking about these verses right here, it's going to be talking about going down. Okay. So I believe that's down into the earth. So um, for God's spirit. Okay. So we got uh, Psalms 9 verses 16 and 17. The Lord is known by his acts of justice. The wicked are ensnared by the work of their hands. The wicked go down to the realm of the dead, all the nations that forgot God. Okay, so I think he's talking about down into the earth. That's per per personally what I believe. We also have 
Proverbs 15.24. The path of life leads upward for the prudent to keep them from going down to the realm of the dead. Okay, that one also says that. Uh, Revelation 5, verses 2 through 3. So, let me ask a question, though. But it, also, it also says uh, that when when Jesus comes back, the, the, that God will, will will make a new heaven and a new earth, right? Doesn't it say that? Yes, it does. So, so would hell still be, be there? I don't, I don't think, think so. I like, think the reason why he has to make it, that's so so interesting you brought that up, but uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I don't want to. I was going to say is like, well, maybe because like, uh, because if you believe in the gap theory, like, I don't know if it's true or not, but it sounds pretty precise. He, the Satan's going to inherit his whole, like you become part of the world. You're, you're worldly. You're, you're going to inherit that stuff and you're going to stay there and you're going to be in that, be in that spot. And that's why they, they, they would say before that they are, that he was the ruler of this world. Like he was the actual, he was put appointed uh, to, you know, watch over this place. And he messed up when he, he, he was, he fell like, he didn't fall from, I don't feel like he fell from like a certain place like sky he just oh. fell from grace he fell from he fell from the hands of god basically like he god had him like this and when he when he uh let go then he became lucifer yeah I mean, so the gap Satan, theory so the gap theory okay yeah the gap theory. i'm saying he's gonna inherit his earth he gets to have that okay. you know and he's okay, gonna so, create a new heaven and new earth so that where there's there is no hell and anywhere near this earth to corrupt anything because i feel like yeah, it's think close. about that you said new heaven and new earth so Okay, so hell is in the earth. God's throne is above the firmament, and that's heaven. So if there's a new heaven and new earth, all that stuff has to be connected. So what you're talking about right now is a great point, Jason, that you brought up. So if he has to do a new heaven and a new earth, uh, why does he have to do a new heaven? If if heaven's not connected to earth and there's no Hell has corrupted this world, basically. So, so it's, yeah, yeah. It's so so, close. And think about it. If God's throne is above the firmament, right, and... Uh, it, and and we believe that you know I think it is connected or it's really close to Earth. I believe it's way closer than they say. Oh, that's then, um, so he wouldn't have to make a new heaven. <laughs> you know what I mean? Now a new Earth I can understand, but a new heaven? No, he could just keep it the same if it's in trillions upon trillions. No, because I feel like, like you said, because this heaven will be shut off to Satan now. Yeah, there, that's the new heaven. You can't. You're not allowed to come up here no more. You're not. We you yeah. don't talk now. You are with. You are. Totally done. You're cast done. in the lake of fire. You're yeah, gonna be cast so, in the lake of fire. So you are they're gonna be totally done. Everybody that's not written in the book of life are totally done. And it's gonna be a new heaven, a new earth, and uh it's gonna be beautiful, man. Beautiful. Well, that, that's why it says he says in Luke, he says, uh oh man, I just lost my train of thought because he's okay, uh, okay. It's okay. No, I'm sorry, but uh the, the 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 evil spirits are in that guy, that man he said they say, please don't cast us into the darkness yet, please. So maybe when that happens, they go in the darkness. But I wonder if like maybe Satan goes into like how Judas had his own place. Maybe he goes into his own place. I don't know, but yeah, it's interesting. So Revelation five two three. Okay, our verse. I'm sorry. Revelation five verses two through three. It says, "And I saw a strong angel proclaiming with a loud voice, who is worthy to open the book and to loose the seals thereof." It says, "And no man in heaven nor in earth." Neither under the earth was able to open the book, neither the look thereon. Okay, so it's 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 giving us levels here: heaven, earth, under the earth. Okay, so that's that's revelation. This is all King James stuff too. Some of it's uh, uh, I'll tell you guys if it's NIV. Here's King James right here. This is Revelation five verses two through thirteen. 
saying with a loud voice, Worthy is the land that was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. And every creature which is in heaven and on the earth and under the earth and such are in the sea and all that are in them. Here I said, Blessings and honor and glory and the power be unto him that sitteth upon the throne and unto the Lamb forever and ever. So we have another under the earth. So uh, I think uh, also, oh, you know what? We have some, there's also uh, another one, which is going to be Philippians 2, verses 9 through 11. This is another one. This is out of the New King James Version. Uh, you can look it up in the King James. It'll be very similar. Um, so it says, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of those in heaven and of those on earth and those under the earth that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God, the father. Okay, guys, that is another one under the earth. Okay, guys. So that's just basically what I think what that, what, the, what everything, what it's saying is that um, I think it's indicating that every knee will bow every angel, every man, Every demon and every fallen angel is going to bow. It's basically what they're just covering all basis there. And, you know, every angel in heaven, every demon and, and fallen angel in hell, every man on the earth, every fallen angel that's on the earth, you know what I mean? Satan, everybody's going to bow. Okay, guys. That's your basically mom, what dad, everybody. That's basically what it's saying. Okay. Um, so we also have something I want to kind of go over is, is, the uh the bottomless pit okay so there's bottom there's a bottomless pit that they talk about um so in revelation 9 1 it says and the fifth angel sounded and i saw a star from heaven fall from heaven unto the earth and to him it was given the key to the bottomless pit and he opened the bottomless pit and there arose smoke out of the pit as the smoke of a great furnace and the sun and the air were darkened by the reason of smoke in the pit. Okay, so think about it. Think about what I just said right there. So there's a bottomless pit that's in the earth, okay? The smoke rose out of it, and it darkened the sun. Okay, so that's going to be in the earth, all right? And it says, and came out the smoke locusts upon the earth, and unto that was given the power as the scorpions of earth have power. That's all talking about something that's in the earth go ahead jason no i was just listening but i, I I'm, I'm gonna say like that now that i've never thought about it like this like hell is in the earth like you were saying so you're reading straight from scripture yeah you go to science books you go to anything else you go to anything that's gonna that's gonna and they're gonna counter uh, they're gonna be argument to, to, to the death with this that scripture is lying and they're right yeah but I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna uh, take their word for it, because they weren't there when 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 God made Earth or anything. But I'm gonna go by Scripture and have faith that I'm right about this. That's and God it. is trying to show you this that that whatever you learn from people that 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 are influenced by the the devil or whatever it is, science wise, that you you got you got to really like think about it, critical think about everything. Like hey. Maybe God's right. Maybe this is right. Maybe hell has corrupted the earth and it's so close. Cause if heaven's close, 
Hell's got to be close. So that's how it, that's what I think. It's a package deal. Listen, God is not going to be outside of the universe as it's ever expanding. And he, which this is what would happen, guys. Let me just tell you guys real fast. This is I know this is more of the flatter thing, but listen, if God's firmament is outside the universe and then Earth is right here, this little speck and ball, he's going to be and it, and it's ever expanding. He's going to be going further and further and further and further and further and further and further away. Why? Because they say that God's throne is in, okay, that, that the moon, sun, and the stars are in the firmament, and God's throne is above the firmament. Well, that's what the so, Bible says. Well, but we science have, teaching I know, that, that God doesn't exist. I know. So who cares about that? Well, it's what just it's doing, it's just, it's just, see, hell is going to be down here really close to us, you know what I'm saying? And then God's throne is going to be going further. I don't, I don't believe that. So now let's get back to this, this, uh, the, what, our, our topic, because what you're saying, Jason just goes right on with it, bro. It's perfect. I know, but I'm saying like, cause it's so close yeah, that it, it corrupts and it's easier to corrupt and corrupt the world and corrupt everything because it's right there. It's knowing what's going on. It's, it's, it's called the underworld for a yes, reason for because a reason. it's underneath yeah. the earth. Okay. Here's another thing. Revelation 11, seven, these have power to shut heaven. That in rain, not in the days of their prophecy and the power over waters to turn them to blood and to smite the earth in all plagues and often as they will. And they will shall finish the beat that ascendeth out of the bottomless pit shall make more amongst them and shall overcome them and kill them. So the beast is going to ascend out of the bottomless pit. The bottomless pit is in the earth. Okay. Um, Revelation 17, 8. It says the beast that that sauce was and is not shall ascend out of the bottomless pit and go into perdition, and they, and they that dwell on the earth shall wander, whose names were not written in the book of life from the foundation of the world, and they behold the beast that was that is not, and yet is. Excuse me. So um, that's three verses on the bottomless pit. The bottomless pit uh, seems like it has to do with the earth. Okay, in the earth, it doesn't say anything about. Coming from another dimension, there's not even a dimension, uh, it's not even a Hebrew word. I'm not saying that the spirit world is not a different dimension. I'm just saying that there's nothing in here that I just read about that talks about another dimension or or that the Antichrist is in another dimension, but what's up? But the, there's firmament above, right? Yeah. So if, if you look at that, and, and and are you saying there's firmament below the earth as well? There's a firmament down there too. You think? I'm I'm not I'm not saying anything. No, about- but I'm saying I I'm I'm thinking this way that that spirits can come through the firmament. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. how they, they come through. You have to you have to be as in a certain form and travel to that. You just can't blow yeah. it up with a missile. You can't just you know no. tap you know go You're up there and tap physically- on it. The man is not going to physically be able to travel in this body into heaven. So do you think that I don't believe below that spirits can enter through that way as well? Like evil is coming coming down and and the ones. All I know is that Jesus said, no, when you, when you get into hell, you're nobody's getting out. So there could be a firmament or something. I don't know, honestly, but I just, I haven't read it biblically. So if if it's not in the Bible, I just, I don't, I don't, I I don't say it. I think there is, I think there is a firm that says that. I think it says that. Hold on. If there's something in the, dude, if you find that bro, that'll be like a home run right now. So I'll give you some time. I'm about to read the story of Lazarus. So you look for it. I don't, I've never heard of a firmament being below the earth, but go ahead. Anyway, here we go, guys. I want to read for you guys the story of Lazarus. Okay. Uh, This is going to be Luke. 16 verses 19 through 31 this is very important okay because this is jesus talking 
Uh, he's saying names. When he's speaking names, it's not a parable, okay? Uh, it's a story of Lazarus, okay? There was a certain rich man who was clothed in purple and fine linen and fared sumptuously every day. But there was a certain beggar named Lazarus, full of sores, who was laid at his gate, desiring to be fed with the crumbs which fell from the rich man's table. Moreover, the dogs came and licked his sores. So it was the beggar died and was carried by the angels to Abraham's bosom. The rich man also died and was buried. And being in torments in Hades, he lifted up his eyes and saw Abraham afar off and Lazarus in his bosom. Then he cried out and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me and send Lazarus so he might dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue. For I am tormented, tormented in this flame. But Abraham said, Son, remember that in your lifetime you received your good things and likewise Lazarus, evil things. But now he is comforted and you are tormented. And besides all this, between us, you, there is a great goal fixed that those who want to pass from here to, to you cannot, nor can those from there pass on to us. Then he said, I beg you, therefore, father, that you would send him to my father's house, for I have five brothers that he may testify to them, lest they also come to this place of torment. Abraham said to him, they have Moses and the prophets. Let them hear them. He said, no, Father Abraham, but if no one goes to them from the dead, they will, they will repent. But he said to them, if they do not hear Moses and the prophets, neither will they be persuaded through one uh, rise from the dead. Okay, so a couple things we need to understand here, okay? One thing we need to understand is that uh, the, the rich man that was in, in hell or shield, he had all five senses. He was able to, uh, he was he was thirsty, right? Uh, he was able to speak. He was able to see. He was able to hear. He was able to talk. You know what I mean? So you guys got to understand that. He also, was conscious, bro. And he, and he, and he knew he was he thirsty. He was conscious. He knew he was thirsty. Not thirsty, but like thirsty. Yeah, like in flames, okay? So Jesus is talking here too, guys. You guys need to understand this. Abraham's bosom they said there's a valley in between it. He said that Sheol is on one side. Abraham's bosom is on the other side. There's a valley in between it. You cannot go to and fro. It says that in here. You know, you can't go from this side to that side. He said that, will you please go talk to my brother up there? You know, please, my five brothers, just please. Listen, guys, Jesus has came on the earth already and said, you know, uh, this is not what he's saying. This is what I'm saying. Jesus has came on this earth already, okay? God came in human form. Moses, the prophets, Isaiah, Ezekiel, um, Jeremiah, all these people have spoke to us. The Bible has spoke to us. And a lot of us are still going to end up on that side. You know what I mean? So it's, it's just interesting. But we need to understand something that um, it says that it's a place of torment. It says that it, it feels flames. It feels that um, it's talking about you received a lifetime of good things, but Lazarus, evil things. So you're comforted on earth. You're doing so great on earth. You're chasing all of these uh, these uh, things on earth, this money, these riches, this power, this fame. Well, Lazarus was not. He, didn't, he wasn't comforted on earth. He didn't receive good things on earth. So you guys got to understand, 
chasing the riches. This guy, uh, the rich man, was sleeping uh, in this nice, clothed, purple, fine linen ah, every day. Just goes upstairs. Lazarus, bro. Stepping over, I'm not even paying attention. Yeah, it's talking about him feeding the crumbs to to the to the uh, to the to Lazarus, right? This is a good point for New Agers, dude, to let them know. Well, dude, went down to hell and said, "I'm sorry, you're effed." Yeah, I, I, you, like you said, the Bible's out there, the prophets, there's all this stuff to to look at and believe, but God will send you to hell. Well, he's not gonna say. Okay, you know what? You know what? It's okay to be a repeat offender. It's okay to keep messing up. You, you know what? Come on. This is what this is it. This is what God is doing. He's saying, look, you're either going here or you're going here. You're gonna be your your spirit is eternal. you no matter what you say, where you spend it is up to yeah. you. Yeah, you, know, you, get, so. you have all the riches, that's great. It's okay to be, it's okay to aspire to be wealthy and, and be a good steward with your money. But also, you know, you got to give. You can't take all that stuff to heaven. You just got to send it before you get there. You know what I mean? You got, you can take all the riches you want to heaven, but you got to set, you got to, you know, you got to send them there before you get though. You just got to put them there before you get there. You got to, you know, you got to give. You gotta, if you're, if you're rich, I'm not saying go give all your money to the poor, but Hey, you know, start little, start, you know, start giving, start, uh, it feels good. Just, you know, even, even not even money, you can give your time, you can tithe with your time. You can go out there, you know, take care of some, you know, you know, kids or something. You no, know, go, go, go to, uh, go, go. Like, I, I, I'm not saying I'm doing it, but I have a son that plays football, but I, I coach and I, I'm taking over other people's kids and it makes me feel good to see that they react the way they react to you. Just being there for them, you know, being attentive helping them out, steering them the right way, always making sure that they're going the right way, the right path. Because even though you might think you're on the right path to God, you could actually be taking other people with you to hell. You know, you don't even, you, you gotta, you gotta understand. It's not easy. This is a serious thing. Not man. easy. It's a lifestyle. Once you, once you commit to this, it's a total lifestyle and you gotta stay. Okay. I got some more cool stuff about, uh, this is what Jesus said. Okay. Jesus is talking. Okay. Okay. It, it, I'm telling you guys, when Jesus walked the earth, I'm going to tell you one thing. If you're a Christian, you're going to believe, what do we believe? That Jesus cannot lie. He cannot sin when he was on the earth. Listen to what he says right here. He says, and thou Capernaum, which art exalted to heaven, shall be thrust down to hell. He that heareth you, heareth me. And he that despiseth you, despiseth me. And he that despises me, despiseth him that sent me. So he says, Shalt thou be thrust down to hell? What so hell, that? this is going to be Luke 10 like verses 15 through 16. Sorry, I kind of just no, 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 dude. I just because like... I'm what I wanted to do is I have my notes here, but I like to jump to the Bible to make sure that when Jesus is speaking, I let you guys know that so you don't think it's just Luke talking or Paul, you know what I'm saying? Why, but when you say the verse in the Bible, you can the people or anybody can just go to it and look at it, okay, he's actually telling the truth because Yeah, yeah, I want to I want to make sure I'm not going to take your word for it. I want to see if it's yeah, there. Yeah, 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 it's okay. Uh, yeah, don't don't take my word for it. Um so, also we got Psalms uh I'm jumping to another one. Uh we got Psalms 55 verse 15. Let death seize them let them go down alive into hell for wickedness is their dwellings and among them. 
Okay, guys. So, um, all these verses uh, are talking about hell being down. Now, there's also an argument that people have. Uh, some people that are into the science and all that other stuff. The only other thing I could find that people think about where hell is located besides like another dimension and another uh, whatever it is, is they, they think that hell is in a black hole. I, I, I don't personally believe that. I believe that it is down in the earth. But what they believe is that, that hell is in a black hole because you can't get out of it. Uh, it's supposedly super hot in a black hole. So I don't know. That's just, that's another person's theory. And it I'm doesn't not... say that. It doesn't say black hole in the Bible. It says it, it doesn't. But, but hey, what's CERN trying to do? CERN could be trying to open the black you know, hole, whatever. Yeah, open yeah, yeah. that hole up. But yeah. So I'm just letting you guys know what the other theory is of it. For me, I personally believe that the Bible is pretty clear that hell is in the earth. But the good news is, guys, that God does not want you to go to hell. He didn't create hell for you. He created hell for demons and Satan and his fallen angels. But, you know, there's some things that we need to do to make sure that we don't go to hell. I think that's important. So I'm just going to go over a couple of verses that I that I kind of looked up last night that I think are important for us to... Uh, to know for uh to make sure that we first of all are following uh god i have i have some pretty good stuff here we go so we got like uh first john 5 verses 13 through 14 and jason if you want to come up with some verses too bro that'll help people to not go to hell like come up with some verses that show you who's gonna go to hell uh i know there's. i'll like tell you right now dude if you want to learn the game you go to revelations you read the, about the seven churches and you in and you look at what these what Jesus says about those seven churches and those those seven those uh those views of the churches back then he chose seven there's a reason because all those those seven churches are actually basically in every there one form or another is in every church nowadays that's why Jesus did that uh -huh. so you gotta listen like he says he had it here you gotta have faith you gotta you gotta you gotta uh you all right gotta let's, let's go to stuff like that but seriously man. You, you gotta understand you gotta take what he says in those seven churches and you gotta stop all the bad stuff in there and you gotta do all, all the good stuff in there and then you gotta it's it's then you gotta spread it yeah and that's for the that's for the churches for the but for the people that are you know let's let's go I'm gonna go over some verses like John uh five verses 13 through 14 these things have I written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God that ye know that ye have eternal life and you may believe on the name of the Son of God. And this is the confidence that we have in him, that we ask anything according to will he heareth us. Okay, um, John 3.16. Uh, that's obviously one that uh, that we need to understand because uh, John 3.16, uh, I usually have it off the top of my head, but I'm just uh, going to go straight off the... So John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life, okay? For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved, okay? He that believeth on him is not condemned. He that believeth not is, is condemned already, because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. Okay, guys, so we have that. Uh, <clears throat> Ephesians 2, verses 8 through 10 so we talked now it talked about you getting eternal life believing in the son of god okay 
uh, believing in Jesus, believing in God. All right, guys. So Ephesians 2 verses 8 through 10 is going to say this. For by grace are ye saved through faith and not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. For we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. So that is the um, that is going to be Paul saying that we're saved by grace through faith. Duty. That, that's faith in Jesus Christ. But also, let's go to James real quick. Can, can, I, can I interrupt real quick, dude? What you're saying is that you need doctrine plus duty. Okay, hold on. You got to The doctrine is is the gospel stuff like that. You get it down, but then you have to your duty of and your and your ambassadorship. You know, taking the Lord's name in in vain is not has to do with cussing or or vulgarity. It is about you're taking his name. You're 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 being you got recruited by God and now you're a warrior for Christ and a soldier for the Lord. You have to walk, talk, act. I'm guilty of this, but I'm not saying like I'm perfect or nothing like that. But you got you gotta, you know, every situation you come upon, you gotta actually think before you step and be like, okay, will this bring me closer to God or farther away from God? Sometimes people don't think about it that like that. They just react quickly to the whatever they're doing and that is not good it's like kind of like casting lots you know you're just doing whatever and just hoping that god will you know bring you the luck just because you have faith that's the thing you gotta have faith plus you gotta have doctrine plus duty ephesians is a good book dude because i know you went there a lot uh through uh so far through this that it's like i said if you look at the seven churches in revelations if you look at paul who's writing to ephesians uh galatians corinthian corinth uh corinthians uh dude okay so philippians yeah those churches are exactly the same churches that are in the seven churches of revelation so yeah. he's telling you like you got you do this you're doing this great 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 you're doing this you gotta stop doing this i don't like it when you do this okay you gotta and you gotta have an ear you gotta you gotta listen here like god's talking to you people like today this guy's like telling me he's a there's no such thing as God. Uh, the Anunnaki came and I said, dude, do you understand what you're talking about? You're proving me right. Because the story of the Anunnaki or whatever you want to say, whatever you want to do is a form of the Nephilim. It's the same thing. They taught us all this stuff. They brought us all these things. And it's like, dude, if you don't get it, I can't, I cannot tell you because a lot of people say, oh, they take it from this or the Bible was taken from pagan religions. It's like, no, it's the exact opposite of the pagan religion. And if you notice, pagan religions never really talk about God. They don't bring up it. But God talks about pagan religions and said, don't do that. You know, don't be doing this. Don't practice stuff. Don't no idolatry. Don't do it's I don't like well, that. Well, there's a reason why there's contracts in the music industry that you cannot say the the name of Jesus, you know. So okay, so I'm gonna get to everything you brought up was perfect, man. I'm gonna get to this real quick. So I brought up Ephesians for by grace you are saved through faith and not of yourselves it is the gift of god not of works lest any man should boast so it's 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 that's perfect now james 2 verses 17 through 24 says even so faith if 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 it hath not works is dead <clears throat> being alone ye a man say thou hast faith and have works show, show me thy faith without thy works and i will show you my faith by my works 
thou believest that there is one God and thou doest well. The devils also believe and tremble. But wilt thou know, O vain man, that faith without works is dead? Was not Abraham our father justified by works when he offered his Isaac uh, son up on the altar? Seest thou how faith wrought without works or with his works? And by works was faith made perfect. And the scripture was fulfilled with Abraham believed God and it was imputed unto him by righteousness. And he also called the friend of God. Ye see how by works a man is justified and not only by faith. Okay, so what he's saying is faith without works is dead. So for the people that want to go out there and just believe in Jesus, but do every abomination and do whatever they want because they're saved by grace. What he's saying is you might have faith, but faith without works is dead. So it's like a package deal. It sounds like James and Paul, they're not opposing each other here. What, what Paul is saying is that, so no man shall boast so that you can't be that guy that's up there like uh, with, with billions of dollars. Like I donated all this money to here, to here, to here. It's like, we're saved by the grace of God. Like we're lucky. We don't even deserve to be saved, but by grace we're saved. Right. So I think your faith is your works. And then you live out, like you said, you live that lifestyle because if you're going to, he doesn't want you to do it and boast, which means you just basically did it all just for a reason, you know, yeah, Hey, yeah. look at me. So, I got so it listen, done, but you're not giving says, the glory to God. He says, even the devil believe in God. And he's not going to heaven. So guys, even the pagans believe in God, okay? Even the pagans uh, don't do certain things. Even the people that are atheists have works, okay, guys? So it's you guys got to understand, you're not going to be sick. If you're an atheist and you don't believe in God or believe in Jesus, but you are the best person in the entire world, you're going to hell. You're still going to go to hell because you are saved by faith. You know, we're saved by grace through faith. Okay. So this is just some stuff That's that we, what I try to tell you really, he says yeah, that we really need to understand. Okay. I got so another verse. It's John three verses 13 through 21. Um, hold on. Let me see. John three, John three 16 is also going to be in here. It's but, all here, dude. It's all in the I Bible. This information is not, is not hidden. It's not a, it's not hidden in some kind of secret <laughs> vault in the bible or any of these underlying messages on a code it's telling you straight up black and white here's yeah. the playbook i'm giving you my playbook i hand you the ball score a touchdown you fumble it that's on you dude i'm here it's to help basic you instructions before leaving earth okay so here's another uh let me give you guys another one okay it's revelation 21 verses 6 through 8 and he said unto me it is done i am the alpha Omega, the beginning and the end. I will give of the foundation of the water of life freely to him who thirsts. He who overcomes shall inherit all things, and I will be his God, and he shall be my son. But the cowardly, unbelieving, abominable, murderers, sexually immoral, sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars shall shall have their part in the lake, which burns with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. So now is he saying right now that a murderer can't go to heaven? 
No, he's saying murderers. So I, I think that, uh, you know, also like a sexual immorale. How many of us have been sexual immorale? Okay. It's just, if you continue. Yeah, here. Yeah, definitely. Uh, <laughs> a liar. Yeah, I've lied a lot, you know, like especially back in the days when we were doing. Uh, and murdering is not just drugs. killing, dude. You can murder wow. someone's life by actually yes. like, hey, like spiritual murder. murder. Yeah, well, you could be an addict and then you're like, this person doesn't do drugs. You're like, hey, just try it once. And they get hooked on it. You just basically killed their life, you know what I'm saying? So you're you're doing it willingly, and you're and that's right. That's the most like uh, guilt I have in my life because I, I I didn't do it like knowingly like that. And then I started to think about. It. I was like, man, that's murdering. You're murdering someone's life lately. That you're taking their whole their whole life by being a bad influence on them. You know, you're yes. murdering their their like yeah spiritually. You're you're killing them spiritually. This is yeah, a, this is this is not easy, dude. Especially nowadays. I did not master this at all, dude. And Josh will be the first one too to say that he's not mastered all either. But every day you get better and better and better. And when if you slip up, dude, that's the thing. You can repent, confess, and get back on track. But you don't still go. I killed this guy. Okay, I'm sorry, God. I'll never do it again. Two weeks later, you blow another guy's brains out. Hey. <laughs> Sorry, you know, I'm not going to kill again, I promise. And you murder again, murder again. That's, He's going to go, dude, you're just using me as a scapegoat and you're not living the lifestyle. And if you're going to say you claim that you're a, a Christian or you believe in God and Jesus Christ and you go out there repping like a whole different thing and you're just going around, dude, dude you're going to, you're not, your ambassadorship is trash. Your duty yes. is not good. Okay, so we also, we have Paul right here, okay? Paul is talking now, um, this is going to be, uh, let me, let me, let me just copy and paste this so I can read it. All right. So we have Paul talking here as well, guys. We have, Paul didn't even believe in Jesus Christ. He was first there to murder people and Jews and stuff like that to, for him to, to sit here and just say Christ, 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 all through his, his, his epistles. You got to think, man, he, he flipped his script. And somehow he flipped his script and he wasn't going to flip his script. He's a smart, smart, smart man. Something had to happen for him to change his view on that whole thing. That's, that's why when you read the Bible and you start looking at what, what God takes these, the worst people ever and he utilizes them and he makes them warriors for Christ. Cause Paul is a freaking Navy seal of, of, of the, of, of, uh, of the yeah. new Testament. He's a, he's a straight, brilliant right. man here we go all right i'm gonna go over these ones this this is a really good one right here dude uh okay let's print it okay all right let's go and we're gentiles josh we're, we're gentiles so you gotta think about it do you know how hard it is to grasp a god when you are godless you know what i mean when you, how is how it's so hard as a person who is not was not Jewish, you know. What I'm saying like 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 really really Jewish, you know. Yeah. It God's like okay, like like the devil. He knows that God exists, and he still messes up. It doesn't even care. So that type of of action is going to be punished. So if I know God exists because I can't question that, and and I have faith that that all of it is true. I I can't see it. I never I've never seen God. I've never met him. I never talked to him. I, well, I do talk to him every day, but I've never talked face to face. So. It's so hard to get the grasp of this when everything out there is telling you that's that's a lie. You know, 
do this, watch this, you know, uh, just so much stuff coming at you. That's why it says, if you overcome that, oh man, you're good. We go up there and you overcome. He's like, man, that was hard. Wasn't it? You're like, oh yeah. <laughs> Blessed Horrible, is he who, who believes who hasn't seen me is what Jesus says. Right. So, uh, Paul says this, okay. First Corinthians verses six, seven through 11. Think about everything I mentioned right here and how hard it is to stay away from all of this stuff. Okay. So first Corinthians six verses seven through 11. Now, therefore, I'll let you turn to it. If you want, Jason, what is it? Oh, Corinthians. first Corinthians six verses seven through 11. I can just start reading if you want. I know you're trying to, go ahead, no, go ahead. I, like, I like to go through it and... says now, therefore it is already an utter failure for you that you go to law against one another. Why do you not rather accept wrong? Why do you not rather let yourselves be cheated? Know you yourselves do wrong and cheat, and you do these things to your brethren. Do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived. Neither fornicators, okay, fornication, all right, geez, how many of us are guilty of that? Uh, Nor adulterers, how many of us are guilty of that? Nor adulterers. Now, Jesus says, if you think about it you have already committed adultery so how many of us are guilty of that nor homosexuals nor sodomites nor thieves nor covetousness okay think about what they have us do they have us they're showing us 22 inch rims and 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 hummer humvees and all these different things on videos as far as watching rap videos and and women and all this stuff and and everything they show pornography they show all this stuff and you're coveting another man's wife nor drunkards, nor revelers or revilers, nor extortioners. Think about this. You do your taxes. You're and and you know if you're not on the up and up on that, uh, it's a form of extortion. Uh, will inherit the kingdom of God. And such were some of you, but you were washed, but you were sanctified, but you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the Spirit of our God. So you might have done those things. But you you do uh, it's something that's called an about face. It's in the military. It's where you're standing at attention about face, and it's a 180 turn the other way. It's a military term. That's what you got to do, man. You got to do a 180, and you got to do an about face. You were going one way, uh, getting drunk, extortion, fornicating, adulterer. Uh, you know, hopefully no one was doing sorcery that's listened to this. <laughs> you know what I mean? Homosexual sodomites all that stuff okay uh drunkards uh you know you're drinking spirits when you're drinking alcohol and getting slammed wasted you're not you don't know what you're doing uh it says uh that they will not inherit the kingdom of heaven he said uh but he said but he says and such were some of you but now you were washed by the blood of jesus jesus was the perfect lamb that died on the cross for you to be sanctified, right? And you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus by the Spirit of God, okay? So how do we how do we get away from doing fornication and adultery and, and all this different stuff? Well, you can't get away from it. You well, to... you can get away from it. Dude, it's everywhere. I'm saying I know, I know, I know. Oh, oh, it, I'm not talking about, I'm sorry. It's, you gotta be able to overcome it, bro, because it ain't gonna okay. go away. Um, so here's what you do, man. Here's what you do. Cut okay. out your eyes. 
<laughs> yeah, here's what you do. Right yeah, you become eyes. blind, deaf, and uh, <laughs> your drums ain't as hey, cool. Right on, thank you. This is the All first right. I want to go to, dude. And and this please, is compare, please, please do, bro. Compare us to how it is. It's Luke, uh, Luke seven, uh, Luke chapter seven in the beginning. It says, "Now when he hath ended all the his sayings in the audience of the people, he entered into Capernaum, and a certain centurion servant who was." Death and he heard of Jesus and sent him into the elders of Jews, beseeching him he would come to heal his servant. When they came to Jesus, they besought him and instantly saying that he was worthy for whom should do this. He loveth our nation, he hath built us a synagogue. Well, I think this is, uh, and uh, and let's see, where is that? Uh, oh, where did he go? Um, oh, yeah, here he goes. Uh, seven six, and then Jesus went with them. He's talking about he went with the 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 centurion, and the centurion sent friends to him, saying unto him, Lord, trouble not thyself, for I am not worthy that I should that thou shouldest enter under my roof. Well, therefore thought I myself worthy to come unto thee, but say in a word, and my servant shall be healed. For I also am a man set under authority, having soldiers under me, and I say unto one, Go, and he goeth, and I say unto another, come, and he cometh. And to my uh, servants, do this, and he doeth it. When Jesus heard this, he marveled. So Jesus doesn't marvel over it, dude. Dude, you're talking about the guy who created, the, the man who created the world. He's marveling right now over a Gentile servant's faith that he will heal. You don't even have to come to my house, dude. You're not, I'm, you're, I'm not worthy of you coming over. This is a, this is a Roman Dude, bro, like a bad BA, dude. Just and he's telling dude that hey, I know that you are a commander. I know that you are the man. Yeah. You just say it and it will be done. And he's marveling over this. Of yeah. a Gentile, basically, like us in a world where God's not God's not there. Well, he is, but they're not listening to him. And he says, uh, I say to you, I have not found great faith, no, not in Israel. Yeah. So, dude, seriously, man, that's that's heavy stuff right there to, to over, to, to not even overcome much. You just know it. You have faith. Like you like, man, Hey, I know you're the man and you're going to do this for me. And he, and he healed, and he healed his, he healed his kid yeah. or his servant. And that's, and this is a servant, a guy that he, he doesn't care about. He's a freaking slave. And he's like, Hey man, God's looking like, man, he's showing mercy on his servant. He's being a good, a uh, uh, good uh, master, a good boss. He's a centurion. he, and and he has this much faith in me, dang yeah. man. That's you and, know what I mean. And and we, enough. you know, when he got home, that centurion is like, oh hell, he, oh he's he, oh he probably got this Holy Spirit just ripped right through him. He probably went around, dude. I quit my job. I'm gonna go. Do, I'm just gonna be for this guy. Yeah. yeah, and I think it's interesting too. In Mark two, when Jesus he okay, so they they it's basically these friends. I could I could read the verses if you guys want. Yeah, dude, dude, come on. He, this is this is a good show. I like you this. See Mark. Uh, Mark two. I don't know. I don't know exactly what verse it is. I'm just bringing it up. Uh, Mark two. There's like these guys that that all bring in their friend to get healed by Jesus. They actually like. Uh, they actually. Uh, uh, I guess they. They. This is what I heard from a from Pastor Rowry. Okay, I'm just gonna paraphrase here. I guess they brought their friend. He was a paraplegic. They brought him like on a pallet or something to get saved. And there was too many people in the way, so they couldn't get him in. So what they did is they brought him through the roof. And 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 Jesus saw him. They brought him down. And uh, what Jesus told the the guy that was on the pallet first is, "Your sins are forgiven," right? And the guy was like paraplegic, so he's like, 
you know, he was probably thinking in his head, I would think. Oh, he had like, palsy. Yeah, he had palsy. I think it's, oh, yeah, I've seen or something. So anyways, what's, what's, I, what I thought was interesting is that Jesus said your sins are forgiven. So salvation is first. And then he did the healing. Then he healed that person. Okay. So salvation was first. Your sins are forgiven. Then he did that. Right. So well, I, I maybe just, that's what the sins that were making him sick. You know, well, that's what he's so engulfed in sin. He's like, dude, why you're like this is because Paul, you're so sinful. Dude, Paul you're talks sick. about that too. Like you're let's get you back, dude. Yeah. So what I was going to say, we, we bring this verse up a lot, but to fight against uh, the powers of, 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 you know, the darkness and the wickedness, uh, uh, Paul gives us Ephesians uh, six verses 10 through 20. I know we've talked about this verse and brought it up before, but it helps us to, you know, to just bring it up again. How do we fight against this stuff? Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God. Okay, guys, we've talked about this, but that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. The devil is the one that's doing all this to us. Okay, guys, all the adultery, all of this stuff, it's the devil and his demons and his fallen angels. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of this darkness, of the darkness of this age against spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand the evil day. And having done all to stand, stand therefore, having girded your waist with the truth. Okay, so we have the truth. Having put on the breastplate of righteousness. So if you have truth, if you have righteousness, having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel and of peace. So you need to be able to read your Bible, know the gospel, uh, uh, right. And then, uh, so you got truth, righteousness, and you have to know the gospel of peace above all, taking the shield of faith. So a shield of faith, right? So your, your defense is going to be your faith, right? Your shield, uh, of faith, which will be able to quench the fiery darts of the wicked one. So if you have faith in Jesus, the bigger your faith gets and faith comes by hearing the word of God. Okay, guys. So the bigger your shield of faith is, the easier it is for you to block the fiery darts from the devil or the temptation. Okay. Um, it says that, um, and the helmet of salvation, right? So a helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. So your offensive weapon is the word of God. Your defense is your shield of faith, your, your, your righteousness, uh, your truth, the gospel of peace. Okay, guys. Okay. So the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, it's like a double-edged sword praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit. So if you are every single day, you're digging deep into the word of God, or every single day, you're at least reading the word of God. You're in prayer. Uh, you're using, when you are tempted, if you're using the word of God against Satan, like Jesus did when he was on, when he got taken up, he was tempted. But if you notice, the devil was quoting scripture, but he didn't say it right. No. So if you're not understanding it right, that's a problem. And if yeah. you're spreading that word, but God is not trying to the point he's making with his with his with the Bible, you're giving misinformation as well. The reason why I I, I was thinking I, I like the story of Samson and Judges, dude. So if you think about it, this is a way he was, he was a Nazarite. He was, he was, he was gifted to God in the womb, 
There were rules for him to do. He wasn't supposed to drink anything with uh, uh, no wine, no liquor. He wasn't to touch any, not even be around uh, grapes or vineyards. And he wasn't supposed to eat any, like touch anything that was dead. Okay. And his first thing he does, he go, he go, uh, this is, uh, this is judges uh, 14, four, it says, because this is after he's with his mom explains stuff. He says, uh, then he went down with his mom and father, with his father and mother to Timnath and came unto a vineyard of Timnath. And behold, a young lion roared. So God is telling you right now, if I tell you something and you go do it, you don't do it. You do the opposite. The devil's going to, if you're not there, the devil's not going to be there. So the lion, he kills the lion, right? But he doesn't tell his mom and dad about it. He never mentions it to them. Why? Because he wasn't supposed to be in the vineyard at all. So the devil was there. Hey, what's up, dude? You're not supposed to be. I'm going to kill you. He kills a lion and then comes back to that same lion and eats the honey of, the, of, of that. Two, strike two. In a matter of three verses, he's already messed up. Every, almost every value does. And then he gets drunk and messes with women. So what God is telling you, you got the lust, you got rules, and you're breaking them all the time. And he still will show you mercy. But you have to understand that he, the gift was never his hair. It was never his strength. He understood at the very end that God gave him his power. That was it. That was it. He had to get his eyes cut out. Shame. I mean, talking like the people that he most hated, you know, and he was, he was betrayed by a woman that he actually really loved. Mm. Could you imagine that, dude? And you got, and you're, and you're this, dude, you're just, this the man, bro. You're. Killing you're, you're you're a warrior. This is like basically God looked at Sam as like, okay, I'm gonna see if I could actually make somebody like like an Adam or a G, you know, someone that's gonna really be the warrior that they want. But look what he did. Gets yeah. all cocky and he does all these things. And the thing is to not go to hell is if God tells you not to do it and you do it, there's consequences. Yeah. If you keep on doing it, there's consequences. But you can at the end of your day, you could just still go, look, God, I know I was. I am, I, I'm, I'm sorry. Even Paul says, it's not even me anymore. It's the flesh. The flesh is now sinning. It's not even me, dude. I'm sorry. I am so in tune with Jesus Christ. You're still going to sin because that's your nature. You're a human. Sorry. You're going to sin. Even if it's a little, you know, oh man, I, yeah. I, I walked out, I, I picked, I grabbed gum in a candy bar. I paid for my gas and candy bar, but I forgot about the gum in my pocket. Yeah. That's yeah. stealing. If you don't go back and give it back, you just keep it. There's consequences of that. Something down the lane, like I did. I did that. You know what happened? A week later, my car got broken into. All my stuff gone. And before I did it, I go, man, I should, I should return the gum. I'm like, ah, no, it's only a couple bucks. And then that thought came back to me. Dude, I should have returned that gum. God's showing me, hey, just because it's two bucks, I will take everything from you. I was beat, dude, I was so pissed. He took my kid's stuff, his football gear, my wow. wallet. And I'm like, man, over a pack of gum? And God smacked me in the back and see, dude, you should have returned it. And you told, and you said you, you wanted to do it. You thought about it. The Holy Spirit, man. It. The Holy Spirit was telling you, just return it, just return it. So those are moments, man. So, and, uh, okay. So we kind of went over some interesting stuff. Uh, we, we kind of, I think all this stuff was great. Uh, what you guys need to understand is a lot of people will be like, oh, you know, hollow earth and flat earth cannot go together, but think about it. We just kind of explained it, that hell is in the earth. And I not I don't know if it's hollow or what it is. We don't know, man. But it just seemed like uh, there's some interesting verses in in the in the Bible, you know. And uh, Hitler was infatuated with hollow Earth, 
He had scientists studying it. Uh, he was trying to, you know, there was uh, Blavatsky, Helena Blavatsky. Uh, but who knows, book, dude? Book That's written. the thing. I don't uh, judge you on a uh, secondary doctor, something like this. Cold. I'm just letting you guys know. But so it, I think but start to th like you like you did, Josh. It starts to solidify your faith in God. That oh man, this sounds what I'm thinking right now lines up with what God's saying, and it's like okay, well, this sounds more practical and more right. What they're telling me sounds like, oh man, geez, you're just trying to confuse me, bro. You're trying to give me it's football, basketball, baseball, and you give me the circus when I should be really focusing on what's really important. Yeah. And so that's what it is. It gets you arguing about it. It's like that. I'm, this is something that you gotta, you gotta wrap your head around. Yeah. It's hard. So everybody that's listening, we're, we were trying to cover as much as we could about, you know, how to not go to hell. If we missed anything, you know, we're just trying to do our best. I put the sermon together last night. Everybody that's listening, I just want to let you guys know, we love you. I had a guy, uh, I don't know, I'm not going to mention his name. He hit me up. You know, he was upset about some of the stuff. I'm just going to tell you guys, whether you're Catholic, Mormon, Jehovah's Witness, whatever, if we say something on here to offend you, I apologize. We are trying to uncover evil, and, and when we're uncovering evil, some people might get offended by it. I love you no matter what, okay? We're not here to upset you and, and i apologize sometimes we might be exposing evil in you know the catholic church or you know mormon or we're going to be talking about certain things that might get you offended but you know we're just trying to do our best here man we, we have a certain amount of time to study and research we're doing our best if you feel like uh you know however you feel about it you know we're, we're like i said man we're just we're, we're trying to love, go through man. scripture bro and yeah. show you hey look dude uh, this is what it says I, I like you said we're not trying to offend you yeah. But you know that we love you because we're giving you the truth. We're not trying to send you down some path. Like, yeah, I'm not saying Catholicism, whatever. I'm not judging it, whatever. You, you, you he, yeah, hey, do what you yeah. want to do. But I'm trying to tell you, you could go to hell for that. For certain things. Yeah. I'm sorry. So anyways, hey. But I would be, it would be a disservice to me to, to sit there and, uh, but, oh yeah, it's okay to do that. It's okay to be this. It's okay to be that. It's okay because I'm, I'm compromising myself spiritually just to, just to, uh, tend to your needs. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. I'm tired just, of compromising myself bro, and I'm done with that. Yeah. You ask me, is there a God? I'm going to say yes, without a doubt. It does Jesus. Yes. Without a doubt. You think this is true in the Bible? Yes. Without a doubt. Sorry. It was said. It's not, it's not, I, I'm sorry. Yeah. You know, so it was written very long ago by. A lot of authors, dude, it's not just one book. And it's telling you every, dude, if you lived by this and you and you did this and you had a church at home, you started teaching your family the right way and going through it, dude, you're not going to be, you're not going to have the perfect life after that. Sorry, but you will be prepared to tackle the tough issues that come into your life because you have faith in God knowing, okay, this is happening because why? Because God wants you know, he's, he's doing something just because your kid dies or your, you know, things like that. It's very bad. It's, 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 it's sad. It's very sad. But if you believe in Jesus and, and you know the truth, anybody that goes is going that, that is saved and believes in, 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 in Jesus and, and they do it, they're going to go to heaven. You know, they're good. It's only sad when you go, oh, man, he was not, he was a dude. He's going to hell. dude. That's what's sad. Yeah. Him dying, you know, people the dying worst thing that you want to happen is for Jesus to say, he prophesies in your name and he says, I never knew you. I am going to do my best to make sure I'm going to do my, my damnness. And your salvation is between you and God. I said this before. 
not between you, your wife, your kids, and God. It's not like a package deal. It's between uh, your you salvation and God. Your salvation. Yeah, your sure. salvation is between you and God, but that's it. You hoarding your salvation? No, is not good either. No, no, we need to spread the word. Yeah. So, guys, thank you so much for listening. You know what, guys? Hopefully, you enjoyed the podcast. Uh, if you guys could, please hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button. Uh, leave us a five-star review on Apple. That really helps us out. So the only way we ask for support is for you to just share it and help us get the uh, podcast out there. We're not going to ask for your money, any of that. We're not trying to do that. Just please, if you could, just share the podcast or uh, comment below or like or uh, you know subscribe. Do everything you guys can, please. And uh, we're going to uh, – Jason wants to say one more thing. Jay, I see you. Oh, like another thing, a part of like not going to the hell. <laughs> You gotta, you gotta, people gotta stop condoning things, man. We as a nation condone so much stuff and we like to just brush it away. Like, eh, if it's not, if I'm not doing it, it's not fitting. We're condoning a lot. And condonement is what got Sodom and Gomorrah just blown off the map. They condoned everything. Didn't matter. Homosexuality, transgenderism, pedophilia, sodomy, anything goes there. But the condonement of all of it, because they were all doing it, that is that is big time, dude. So doctrine, duty, uh, and 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 you get, like watching TV. I learned that when I watch TV, like murder mysteries or something like that, and I'm watching somebody get killed. I'm condoning it right That's there, and I never thought that way. You're you're condoning murder right there. You're condoning it, so you might as well pack your bags and go to hell because you can't do that. You gotta you gotta. That's what I'm saying. It's so hard. To discern things, but yeah, and, and another thing, guys, the road isn't wide, bro. You're not gonna hear a bunch of pastors talking about what I just spoke about right now. We like oh. to go outside of what church is Box. gonna teach you. There's some pastors right now that aren't even telling teaching you that hell is real, you know what I mean? So we gotta understand something, guys. God hell loves you, he won't send you to and hell. We're here, we're here to try to keep you out of hell as much as we can. I mean, you know, we're just trying to spread the gospel, the good news. We love you guys. Uh, just know that Jesus died on the cross for you. Uh, he rose after three days. You know what I mean? He was the perfect lamb. God sent his only begotten son for whoever believeth him shall not perish. Shall. That's a word that you use in, uh, you know, in court. Shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Let's go, guys. All right. Let's just, uh, we're going to end this in prayer. We love you guys. We appreciate you guys listening to the show. Please comment below in uh, on YouTube. And also, uh, if you could, like I said, leave us a five-star review. We love you. Uh, Father God, in the name of Jesus, thank you so much for giving us this time. Uh, maybe it's a blessing that the people cancel on us. You know why? Because we ended up having this sermon teaching about where hell is located, Lord. Uh, we just want to say thank you so much, Lord, for giving us a clear connection. Thank you for giving us the audience that we do have. Please, if anybody's out there that needs, that needs uh, your prayer right now or prayer from us right now that hasn't reached out to us, Whatever they were going to ask us, please help them. Uh, anybody that has any strongholds, any drug addiction, any alcohol, any porn addiction, any uh, sorcery, uh, homosexuality, uh, anybody that's uh, laundering money, anything that we mentioned uh, as far as them going to help, please help them to get out of that, do an about face and not be involved in any of that stuff anymore. Help the Holy Spirit uh, guide them through life. Help us. Help me. If I have anything in my life, Lord, that you feel is not right, if you feel like uh, something I'm saying on the podcast is not right, correct me immediately. You have full 
uh, authority over me, Lord, to just uh, guide me and um, and help me. Thank you, God, for everything you do for us, for the water we drink, for the food we eat, for the, the land we get to step foot on, for the breath that we have, for the air, for the weather, for uh, for you know, for giving us a chance to go to heaven, for for your only begotten Son to die on the cross for us, what a blessing! Thank you for your grace. Thank you, Lord. We love you in Jesus' name. Amen. amen. All right, bro. Thank you guys for listening. We love you so much, and I hope you enjoyed. God bless you, guys. Before we get off, I want to let you know also that if you take the mark of the beast, or if you do blasphemy of the Holy Spirit. Or if you commit suicide, should go into hell. Okay, just letting you guys know that's an instant, instant unforgivable sin if you do get the mark of the beast or if you blaspheme the Holy Spirit. We forgot to mention that, and I hope this records. Love you guys. God bless you.